Just read a great little book here. It's called Instant Happy by Karen Salmonson. She's written a couple other books, How to Be Happy, Damn It. And uh, it's a really quick book. You can read it in like 15 minutes or something, but it's a whole, it's more like a coffee table book. But it's actually, even though it seems a little cliche, it's actually pretty profound. So, uh, you know, it starts out by saying happiness is about thoughts, obviously. Um, but I, th- I thought that there was a few little good um, sayings to remember. It said, uh, view your tormentors as your mentors. So, you know, in my life, there's people that I bumped into that are super annoying. Never thought uh, to think of them as mentors, but I guess that's what they really become. Uh, you know, it talks a lot about, she's a positive psychologist and she talks a lot about, um, reframing the stories, which reminds me if you study things like ontology and complex kind of psychology and metaphysics, they talk about, you know, the story that we tell ourselves. So their big thing or her big point in the book is we can manipulate our own mind and reframe it into whatever story we want. You know, failure can be a creation of new wisdom. Endings can be new beginnings. Mistakes can be discoveries. I was thinking, I think it was Thomas Edison that did something like a thousand mistakes for every invention he found. Or I know Colonel Sanders, who started Kentucky Fried Chicken, said he knocked on... Uh, almost exactly 1,000 doors before somebody invested in his restaurant. So he was able to see, you know, these closed doors as opportunities to find someone else. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, obviously, life becomes some kind of an imagination that we make up. She says in the book, uh, conflicts become growth opportunities and exes become teachers uh (laughs) this this book um is something i think you got to read over and over the human mind you know if you study evolutionary psychology the human mind was not designed for happiness right it was designed for reproduction that's evolution that's why we um get in bad relationships but stay in them because our subconscious our animal lizard reptilian mind is interested in, you know, something else beyond our conscious happiness. So I'm a big believer for sure in kind of this concept in the book that happiness is something we create. And I remember reading an interesting book about the billionaires, Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett, uh, when I've read Steve Jobs, you know, about these top people. One thing that they seem to all have in common is the ability to make a mistake and then somehow manipulate their mind that that mistake doesn't affect them. I was just reading about Sam Walton, and he says uh, in his book in the first chapter, the first uh, store that he opened, he didn't pay attention, and the lease that he signed, after two years, basically he lost all control of the building. So he grew this first business, this first kind of, it wasn't Walmart at that point, it was some discount store. He built up this big business, and then the person who owned the building took it away from him after two years. 
and he said, you know, at first it kind of messed with his brain, and and but he said he had this unique ability to just see it as a learning experience. Remember in the future to always read the legal lease contracts before he moved into a new building, and he just moved on. Most people, the average person in the world, uh, cannot handle success, uh, failure. You know, if you read, there's a good book that I talk about, The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. And I remember he talks about the statistic in the world, the average person after, I think it's, uh, I think about 70% of people quit after one failure. Another 20% quit on the second failure and like 90 to 95% of people have quit after three years. But the average millionaire has failed three times before they hit on their big thing. I was just in Europe and the cool thing about the United States and why we're more advanced at entrepreneurially, it's not necessarily because we're smarter, but we have a system that allows you to fail, right? So the American experience, I was talking to my friend, he said, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're almost supposed to fail. It's like a badge of honor to say, oh, I had this company and it crashed like Sam Walton, you know, I had this first store, I built it up, someone took it away from me, and then I came out bigger and stronger. And so this book, you know, Instant Happy is pretty much all about building the ability to take events that happen to humans and reframe them into some other story that you tell yourself. And one of my favorite sayings, when I was 15, 16 years old, before the internet, I used to collect sayings and write them on a piece of paper. And I remember there was a saying that, that I've always stuck with me. It's just a simple saying. It said, who is mighty? He who has control over his own mind. So this is a good book. Uh, you can get it. Like I said, if, for those of you that aren't uh, a big big on uh, reading long books, this one can literally be read in half an hour. And it's something you can you can read over and over. There's a lot of little things that are good. But uh, the one that really stuck with me is make your tormentors your mentors. Not just people that are tormentors, but events. Because, look, study history of humans. It's been... Um, a history with a lot of pain, a lot of sorrow, um, a lot of sadness for individual people. You know, my grandma grew up in Germany, in born in 1918 when World War One was still going. World War One. I, I mean, when my grandma grew up, all the men were dead. All the Germans, you know, of fighting age got killed. So it's a life, you know, my grandma experienced a lot of pain. All the boys in her family were killed. So life then becomes... You can either go, hey, see the events at face value or manipulate your mind like Warren Buffett. You know, when he messes up, Charlie Munger says, when I make a mistake, I think about it hard. I take all the lessons that I can and then I put it out of my mind and never think of it again. And I notice that consistent pattern in really high level people, the ability to, to move on. So I think you do that by just reframing everything. Like you said, reframe an X, you know. You can see an X as like a waste of your life, dating the wrong person, or you can just manipulate your own mind and be like, well, this is a teacher that taught me some level. A good movie on this is, um, I think it won an Academy Award called Life is Beautiful. It's an Italian film. I think it's the only foreign f uh, actor to ever win an Academy Award. The, the main character is an Italian guy. But what's awesome, if you watch it, it's about this man and his son who get caught in World War II 
end up in a concentration camp. And all throughout it, the father, because he cares about his son, obviously, he turns it into this like whole happy, fun game time. He takes all he, you know, he pretends the concentration camp is like a big amusement park. And man, it's the well, the only DVD that I own in life is this, uh, is this life is beautiful. Just because to me, the ability to do that, to take life, because life throws all kinds of stuff at you. It's the struggle of humans, you know. There was a time in history where half the world died. I mean, there was an ice age at some point where there was maybe only three to 10,000 humans left. There's a lot of sorrow in life. Whatever you have in your life, probably going to get more, whatever I have. So, you know, pick up this book. It's by Karen Salmonson, Instant Happy. I look at it. I keep it on my uh, bookshelf and keep it around my bed. And, you know, once a month I kind of glance through it and, it's kind of it, it's uh, it's actually a lot better book than you'd think, even though it's seen. It's probably only like thirty pages. Let me look here. Yeah, the last page in the book is good. It says, "Spoiler alert: It will all work out for you in the end." I was actually thinking about that today. I had a person in my life that's kind of driving me crazy, and I was thinking, "This has happened to me before," and a year or two from now. I'll probably won't even remember it. So, you know, some level of perspective. I saw that new movie um, that came out, Lone Survivor. And if you haven't seen it, it's a great movie with Mark Wahlberg. In fact, my friend is the producer for it, uh, Jeff Rice. But watching that movie, it's just like perspective, perspective. Gain control on ability to manipulate the perspective that you're looking through life. Someone always has it worse. Someone always has it better. Control your mind. Don't let your thoughts race. There's a good app um, on the iPhone called Headspace. It's a, it's kind of this, I think it's a monk, but he looks like a regular guy, some English guy. And uh, it's 10 days of meditating for 10 minutes. And I've always, I got, my mind always is racing. So I've been doing just, he, he kind of walks you through, you listen to him and he's telling you how to meditate. And uh, for sure, if you, if you read the book, Happiness Hypothesis by Jonathan Haidt, H-A-I-D-T, Happiness Hypothesis. He talks about, uh, he's a scientist, and he says, what has been scientifically proven to make us happier? And he talks about, if there's only a few things. You know, one is you can use drugs, which artificially um, manipulates your mind, so it's probably not the best way. Cognitive psychology, he says, has been proven to help people be happier. But an interesting one, because I'm always looking for natural health, because uh, I'm into health. The interesting one is scientifically, meditation has been proven to increase happiness. So, I thought that was pretty interesting. So, uh, anyway, pick up the book, book of the day, Instant Happy.